deadly weekend. Many people right now are feeling unsafe. Support grows for gun laws. It's 60% now, up from 54%. New week, new gas price record. This is ridiculous. I'm done. Good morning. I'm Steve Kathan with the CBS World News Roundup. Since Friday, there have been 13 mass shootings in this country, one near a nightclub in Chattanooga, Tennessee. At this time, we can confirm 14 gunshot victims. Three fatalities have been confirmed. Police Chief Celeste Murphy. CBS's Jerika Duncan is in Philadelphia, where three were killed and 12 wounded on a busy stretch of South Street when several people opened fire. Maureen Long says she heard the gunshots from her apartment. After Buffalo, Uvalde, you know, here, right here, we have to do something. It's a sentiment echoed by the city's district attorney, Larry Krasner. We have 120 guns for every 100 human beings. That's ridiculous. This is supposed to be a country of human beings, not a country of guns. A nearly 35 percent increase in firearm deaths nationwide from 2019 to 2020, with guns accounting for 79 percent of all homicides in the U.S. The country also recorded its most annual gun deaths ever, more than 45,000. Our latest polling indicates a majority of us favor universal background checks, a federal red flag law, and a ban on the AR-15-style semi-automatic rifle. CBS News Director of Elections and Surveys, Anthony Salvanto. When you look at things like background checks, like red flag laws, you get bipartisan support for these things. But when you look at measures that pertain more expressly to the guns, Republicans fall off in their support. Now to Ukraine, where new Russian attacks have targeted the capital, Kiev, for the first time in more than a month. And the battle is on for an important city in the eastern part of the country. CBS's Chris Livesey is covering. A building bursts into flames. Russia claims it struck tanks inside, donated from Ukrainian allies. But Leonid, a local resident, says there's nothing in there but rail cars. It's a repair shop, not a military factory, he says. Vladimir Putin is determined to show he can still strike whenever and wherever he wants by air. Far from the battlefields of eastern Ukraine, which have crept into Olena Holovka's front yard. We lived peacefully, she says. Now we have nothing left. The war has never been bloodier. Ukraine says it's losing between 60 and 100 troops per day, roughly twice the number of American soldiers lost daily at the height of the Vietnam War. Russia now occupies 20 percent of Ukrainian territory, says Ukrainian President Volodymyr Zelensky, who visited the embattled Donbass region far from the capital of Kyiv. In this deadly struggle of tug of war, Ukraine has recaptured territory in Severodonetsk and is intent on pushing Russian troops back to their border. Chris Livesey, Odessa, Ukraine. In Britain, the prime minister is on shaky political ground, facing a no-confidence vote. Could this be the final nail in Boris Johnson's coffin? The threshold of 15% of the parliamentary party seeking a vote of confidence in the prime minister has been passed. That means at least 54 lawmakers in the prime minister's own conservative party want him out now. But it will take 180 votes to oust him midterm. Those close to Johnson, confident this canny political survivor, will prevail. Again today. Vicki Barker, CBS News, London. AAA says there's a new gas price record. The national average for a gallon of regular is now just over $4.86 a gallon. Just two weeks ago, it was $4.60. 
These drivers in Los Angeles are paying well over $6 a gallon. I'm getting a electric. This is ridiculous. Do we put gas in the tank or do we cut Starbucks? I cut Starbucks so I can get to work every day. Tropical Storm Alex, the first named storm of the Atlantic hurricane season, is heading for a close swipe of Bermuda after drenching parts of Florida and causing three deaths in Cuba. Alex strengthened some over the Atlantic after barreling across the Sunshine State, where it left streets flooded and motorists stranded in some places. The House committee investigating the Capitol attack promises never-before-seen evidence at a primetime hearing later on this week. CBS's Scott McFarland. The committee has completed approximately 1,000 interviews, including with key figures around former President Donald Trump, including Ivanka Trump, Jared Kushner, Rudy Giuliani, and just last week... Mr. Barr, can we have a moment of your time? ...former U.S. Attorney General William Barr. The committee has already shown some of its hand in court filings, revealing text messages allegedly sent by some of their Republican colleagues in the U.S. House, strategizing ahead of January 6th on how to challenge the election or the electoral count. On the Health Watch, in a new study, a drug that's approved to treat type 2 diabetes has been shown effective at reducing obesity. Those who took the highest doses of terzepatide, even those without diabetes, lost as much as 21% of their body weight. Overseas, gunmen opened fire on worshippers at a Catholic church in southwestern Nigeria. A bishop says more than 50 people were killed. It's quite unbelievable that somebody will come and the intention was to kill everybody in that church. There's been no claim of responsibility. The U.S. and South Korea launched ballistic missiles from South Korea's east coast. Reporter Alex Jensen in Seoul says it was a direct response to North Korea. Just a day after North Korea fired eight ballistic missiles, South Korea and the U.S. took the unusual step of firing exactly the same number, demonstrating the Allies' immediate precision strike capabilities and readiness to use them, according to the South's military in a statement. A retired British geologist has been sentenced to 15 years in prison in Iraq. Jim Fitton was convicted of smuggling artifacts out of the country. His lawyers argued there was no criminal intent. Well, the Golden State Warriors have evened up the NBA Finals at a game apiece. Pull the ball. Launches. Oh, a half-court shot to end the third quarter on ABC punctuated the 107-88 win over the Celtics. The series now shifts to Boston. A star shines bright and lets loose at an awards show. It was an acceptance speech of a different sort from Jennifer Lopez as she picked up the Generation Award at the MTV Movie and TV Awards in L.A. I want to thank the people who gave me joy and the ones who broke my heart, the ones who were true and the ones who lied to me. But wait, there's more. I want to thank all the people who told me to my face or when I wasn't in the room that I couldn't do this. I really don't think I could have done it without you. HBO's teen drama Euphoria swept the awards with four wins. Deborah Rodriguez, CBS News. As battles raged on in Ukraine, some people went to bars to watch the country's national soccer team in a must-win World Cup qualifying match. But there was no Cinderella story. Ukraine lost to Wales one to nothing. Wales made the World Cup for the first time in 64 years. That's the Roundup. I'm Steve Kathan, CBS News.